The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. As you heard earlier on in the show, we're talking about uh, spaces, public spaces. How do we look at uh, domestic tourism uh, given a time like COVID? Well, a lot of events take place outdoors now. And the Institute for Creative Arts, or the ICA, has announced a call for proposals for the uninfecting the city. And that's an interesting word. It used to be called Infecting the City. Public Arts Festival of 2021. It's going to run from March to April. And on the line is Jay Pather, the director of the ICA. Jay, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's a pleasure. Lovely to talk to you. Jay, of course, as we grapple with this uh, brutal second wave of COVID yeah. and the new variant, I kind of think of it as the Levi's variant because it's the 501 variant. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> One has to have a sense of humor. You've got to have a sense of humor, pal. <laughs> so let's talk about it. It was called Infecting the City. It would be utterly appropriate, inappropriate to continue with that name for sure. So let's, uh, where are we going with it? Well, okay, it's uh, you know it was infecting the city, and and this is an, a kind of an ironic take about uh, it originated that the term was about infecting the city with art, uh, you know, cities being what they are and being kind of bereft of um, of art, of performance, of some kind of contact, uh, you know, and, and that was the space that infecting the city was meant to fill. Now with the ICA producing at the Institute for Creative Arts. And in the middle of the pandemic, the uninfecting was um, was actually, it came out of a series of discussions that we've been having about the arts and being relegated to level one. And what we've always understood as the artists contributing to to healing and to, to you know, as an essential service. I mean, I think mm. that art has been, um, uh, it has, because it has been so pocketed into the, the the economy, into the neoliberal economy, it has been now relegated to level one, which is not such a great thing for the essence of art. And so, this idea of taking, of finding ways in which, and that's the kinds of projects that the ICA is doing, is trying to find ways in which the arts can re, you know, or artists can refine what that status is, what is that status about being an essential service. And so uninfecting, you know, the idea of a public art festival, of course, is completely anathema. So why not go into the most difficult mm. project and see what happens with that? So we're we're encouraging proposals that would um, address the, the pandemic, but also address form. So, uh, you know, a, lo- a large part of it, we understand that artists would move towards the digital and want to create works in public spaces and then form it. And then we mm. would have a, a specific platform for it online through uh, through our various social media pa- platforms to air the work. Uh, but there are other ways, and uh, we are hoping that artists will um, grab onto that, uh, but through, you know, posters or, or billboards or installations or large-scale uh, performances that that may that may involve a lot of people in a public in a public space, but that they are you know they they're wide uh, they they spread apart, because I think I think also what has also struck us was the importance of rituals of grieving. Yes, um, it's very I mean uh, in the space of about three weeks, uh, I you know just uh, you know it's it's been two days apart that I've experienced someone that is close to me that is either passed on or is quite ill. 
Yeah. And I think I think that the the spaces for grieving and public grieving and public uh, public memorials are is also there. So it's for a, vi- a range of reasons, from grieving through to imagination and play, and also that something to look forward to. That something will form itself in the wake of this destruction. Um, I think those are the reasons why we've we've gone ahead with this. Un- so Jay, uninfected. let's um. Let's talk to the difference in forms. Maybe for those of our listeners, describe what um, the festival was like earlier um, and what what it may, uh, if you could just imagine what it could be like this time, given that the form has changed. You talk about graffitis or murals. Are there going to be no live performances at all uh, in public spaces or are they simply going to be um, aligned to the limitations of the protocols? Okay, uh, we're, we're planning on no live performance. So to give, you, to give uh, your listeners an idea, um, the, the, it, 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 was an, it was a massive influx of performance, which we would normally stage over six days. And <clears throat> they, would, they would be in routes. So you would move from one performance to another over yeah. a space of four hours. And the idea of that was also to have people that are, uh, you know, our destination travelers who are coming to see the festival, but also to, to, uh, to, to work with uh, the regular public who, uh, who may not be aware of it. And then they will move from one performance to the other. And then they, you know, Pipe, Pipe of Hamelin followed, followed through. And so our audiences really, really swelled. And sometimes we would have, I know there was one a performance by Ati Pataruga and the Long Street Baths that had 600, um, people in the, in the baths itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if, if it's an outdoor space, it sometimes goes, go, can go into over a thousand or two thousand. Um, and sometimes there were smaller, more intimate works in, you know, in front of the Cape Town State, I mean, inside the Cape Town Station as opposed to in front of the Cape Town Station. So what the original um, Infecting City was doing was encouraging the kind of closeness of people, of community in the middle of what was potentially an alienating city mm. uh, where people just came to work and go home. Uh, and, and of course, Cape Town is, uh, is, is very um you know noted for that mm. um but i think that what uh, uh, you know that all of this implied some kind of social contact which of course we can't we simply cannot have yeah. so no matter how ingenious an artist might be in devising a work that may protect themselves the nature of the festival encourages people to come in close proximity so we couldn't have that so what we what we decided to think about space and <clears throat> communal space in a different way. Of course, the more obvious ones are digitally and um, and uh, through um, through social media platforms, etc. But what about space that could be uh, in passing? That you know, so much of this is momentary. I know that many people are not going to the beach, but they're driving past the beach or stopping outside the beach. So, how how is it possible for us to in these next couple of months, reimagine a communal space that, that in, 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 in simply in other ways. Of course, we're in, encouraging people to make permanent installations in the city that people may walk past and, and experience, but not congregate around. 
You know, Jay, um, what what you're talking about in many ways, and it's a word we use a lot on the show and it's used uh, in business a lot as well, is this idea of pivoting. And I wonder, is it even appropriate for artists to have to constantly be thinking about that pivot? Or do you think that's just part of the nature of creativity and the arts? And, and, and how are you using pivoting? So just that they shift. So if I was... Um, if I was Ati Patra Ruga, and he's a bad example because uh, as an artist, he is someone who he does performance art. He does the most extraordinary visual art. He's one of those artists who's constantly uh, finding new journeys and new paths. I mean, if you were a tree, you could just see those branches just going <laughs> everywhere and right. the roots going everywhere. So it, for, for some artists, that must also be hard. Yes. Um, yes, it, yes and no, but you know, we're, we're, I mean, I think, I think that the, uh, you know, South African artists in particular have been extremely generative. I mean, we're, mm, we're working with a very difficult arts and culture ministry. We've come, you know, even right through apartheid and we've worked, we're working through in a society that is extremely, um, unequal and very abject. And we have the most profound artists coming mm. out of this country. And it's I true. think that the, 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 the able, the ability to, be resilient is um, is is part of us, and I think you know the the the, the, the you know it it is going to be our saving our saving talisman as yes. we you know as we navigate these difficult waters. You know, it's going to it's it's having to draw back into history, into our history of resilience, our history. I don't mean to make it all sound romantic because of course we should have been in a more supportive infrastructure that would be able to take care mm. of artists but we are not and we you know we have to figure out ways amongst ourselves or in small institutes and uh, like ours to be able to to draw artists into uh, into this reliance on our history of resilience, on, a, on our history of productivity, and indeed to have a vision. I mean, e you know, even in terms of our budgets, we're encouraging artists to keep it, keep it, keep it, you know, a simple. modest size and simple and straightforward, yeah. so that we can support as many artists as possible, and also that that you know, the, this is this will be a peek into a new, you know, into new ways, um, into new ways of communicating and. You know, to to try to make this an opportunity, but most of all, I think it is about finding, refinding that that connection. I think there is there's a great sense mm. of the of Needing navigating connection. grief alone. Yeah, uh, and uh, we we have to find um, other ways of doing that. Yeah, I mean, in closing, I don't want to say. Um, that we instrument that we're only going to instrumentalize the arts, and I would hate to say that to an artist. But given yeah. um, the the, the 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 really really difficult um, challenges for for people in South Africa, in many ways, artists are going to be the kind of uh, creative therapists, and that they are able to talk about and demonstrate in different ways ideas around grieving, around mourning, around mental health, um, and and the like. And I think we need to say thank you as people who watch them because of what it offers us. And even giving us lightness and joy in a very difficult time as well. So as I say, not just to instrumentalize them, and I know they don't just want to be the doctor, but they are the doctors right now.
Absolutely, and I mean the and the and the rise in mental health issues is only beginning. You know, we're only beginning to gather what it means to have this un, unspoken of uh, grief, and I think that's that's going to be you know that's going to be an, uh, you know a, a really important uh, intervention. But the other you know all of what you said, Michelle, too, uh, absolutely, and and also to, you know the social messaging. I think yeah. artists have a way of talking about. The wearing of a mask, for example, <laughs> or or social distancing in ways that are that are innovative and that that really permeate and that can and also about vaccinations and yeah. that can actually you know the, the the great metaphor that can make us uh, uh, aware on a on a on a on an intrinsic body level and not just you know you see you see a bland you know government issued poster and yeah. You know, it becomes uh, How do you make you it? become numb to it. Yeah, uh, you know, and this that could be one's life. You know, yeah. Very briefly, Sibulela Mdoda has just SMS to say that you've uh, come up uh, infecting the city has always had a very powerful series of workshops. Um, are there going to be other programs like that as well? Yes, yes, we're planning on figuring out ways in which it depends on a, a lot of it does depend on the next few weeks and how the how the variant um, mm. moves, um, because because workshops, again, are going to be really, really difficult to hold. But we are planning on figuring out ways in which to unpack this proposal in other ways. So we're not even confining it to one week. It's probably going to be over six weeks, because it will be over time. Now, in just as we are trying to expand space in this uninfected city, we're going to be having to expand time as well. So it will be, and the best place to find it is on our website. Jay Pather, Director of Institute for Creative Arts, always a pleasure to talk to you. That website is ica.uct.ac.za, ica.uct.ac.za. And the submissions can be received up until Monday the 22nd of February. We're going to give you two minutes of a song. Just because we can, because we want to, and because we know that uh, we've had a couple of requests for this particular track. Who could not put this track in? Of course. Big Fat Juicy.